Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Madcap sent me a note. So Steve, check out the article from Axios.com. Headline, lawsuits suggest some video game cheating could be illegal. And I saw that headline and stopped. Just, Wait a second. Let me think about this now. Thought exercise. How could it be illegal to cheat at a video game? And, you know, it's kind of weird. I was wondering about that. But I guess there are games where you could win stuff. And if you won stuff by cheating, that would be wrong. But illegal to cheat at a video game just on this basic premise. And, you know, years ago, I used to play chess on Yahoo because Yahoo had these game rooms you could go into and play chess against people around the world, log on and play chess. And I played people who I know were cheating. I had a couple of them admit it because you play somebody who's rated as a beginner and you make a move and boom, they make a move. And you make another move, boom, they make another And they're making their moves instantaneously and they're supposedly a beginner. And I actually had at least one of them, but maybe two of them say, yeah, yeah, I'm using a, I'm using a computer. <laughs> and I don't get that. I'm like, why would you do that? I mean, is it fun for you? And they're like, yeah, it's fun. I go on here and I beat people who are, who are better than me. No, you didn't. Your, your computer did. <laughs> I understand that a chess computer can beat me. That's, so you pretending to be the chess computer? Number one, it doesn't fool many people. But number two, is it really that fun? You know, and so I don't know. But Stephen Totilla wrote this for Axios. He says, a raft of lawsuits from the games industry seeks to crack down on cheating in some popular online games, arguing that making the cheats for the games and even using them might be illegal. So people out there will make the program that you can use to cheat or other people will get those programs and use them. And he's saying there's a distinction there. But it appears an argument can be made that both of those are illegal. So this matters because, of course, cheating is a scourge of many online games. And it inspires increasingly bold legal counter-offenses by the companies that make the games. So imagine you put all this massive manpower into creating this game and you put it out there. And you find out that someone else has created a program that allows people to cheat at your game. So the lawsuits are largely aimed against the makers of the cheat software, but they also don't let the players who use the cheats fully off the hook. Cheat makers, and this according to the lawsuit, cheat makers induce and enable individual Destiny 2 players to create an unauthorized infringing derivative work each time they deploy the cheat software. Now that's the lawsuit filed by Bungie Studios, owned by Sony, And that one's working its way through the courts. And what they're getting at there is copyright law. And, of course, you've seen all the copyright notices on all the video games. So the video games, of course, are created by people who can then copyright those creations if they're original. And so if someone creates a cheat that uses substantial portions of that software, then uh, they're infringing on it. That's the argument. So we'll see what happens there. Now... Stephen Totillo, who wrote the story, says, Be smart. The kinds of cheats in play aren't the ones old-school gamers might have applied by inputting a developer-programmed invincibility code. And I remember when uh, a friend of mine played a lot of Doom, Doom, back in the day. And I watched this guy spend hours and hours of his life he can never get back playing Doom. And I watched it, and I remember watching it. And I, I remember a couple times coming by and, and seeing him play and things seemed a little different. And he said, oh, oh, it turns out there's this uh, hidden code. And one of them was the God mode, where nothing could hurt you. 
And I'm like, but is it fun to play that way? And he goes, well, after you've played it and lost so many times, it is fun to go through there once in a while and just beat everything. And I said, oh, okay. But I believe that mode was inserted into the game by the creators as a hidden thing that could be revealed later on down the road for some people who had probably lost their interest in the game because they kept losing. I don't know. But that was one of the modes I heard about. So they're not talking about those because those are created by the creator of the software. Rather, they involve premium cheats that let players, for instance, see through walls to get an advantage in multiplayer combat games such as Destiny 2 or Call of Duty. So I suppose if you're involved in a tournament and you were employing such a cheat code, uh, that would be violative of something. But also you can imagine how the people you cheat against would feel, and that might be a problem also. Now, the game companies, many of which are banning tens and hundreds of thousands of accounts, say cheating scares off honest players and is costly to fight. And that is a problem. That is a problem. Because if you know there's widespread cheating, are you going to go in there and play? What fun would that be? Or do you have to cheat to keep up? Spy versus spy. I mean, I don't know. So I can imagine it's a bungee estimated in one suit that it spends roughly one and a quarter million dollars per year on its anti-cheating measures, not including legal costs. And I would have thought the bulk of it would have been legal costs. But I guess they've got people on staff who've got to follow up on this and you got to pay them. So one and a quarter million dollars spent yearly by one company just to combat cheating. So they understand that the cheaters ruin the game for everyone else. The big picture is that game companies definitely detest cheating, but have been careful to focus their firepower on the cheat makers, probably because targeting more cheaters themselves with lawsuits could be costly and backfire in court or just annoy players uh, because that would be very heavy-handed. So you can imagine if they came out and said, we caught this guy, he's cheating, we're going to sue him. It will remind you of back in the day when the record companies would go after people who'd used Napster. And so somebody somewhere downloaded one song on Napster. And Napster figured out, uh, or the, the record companies figured out how that you know, person done that, who they were, and sued them. And so you find out that like you know, some teenage kid someplace downloaded a song is being sued for thousands of dollars. It doesn't look good. Now, does the record company have the right to do that? Yeah. Should they do it? Hard to say. <laughs> the negative public relations uh, is certainly going to cost them something. Cheap making is a big business, but not quite as lucrative as making a blockbuster game, but a revenue generator that game publishers want to uh, stomp on. One cheat seller sued by Bungie still sells cheats for dozens of games, including an aimbot for Call of Duty, that can be used for $13 a day or one for another game that I've never heard of before for $85 a month. So you can subscribe to the cheat and cheat on a regular basis. So meanwhile, game companies scored several legal victories just this year against cheat makers. In June, Destiny maker Bungie won a $13.5 million settlement against a cheat maker who in turn helped unmask others that that company is continuing to pursue. That's a common one also. They'll catch somebody and go, look, we know you're not the big fish here. If you'll flip and tell us you know, how to get a hold of these people, we'll cut you, you, know, cut you some slack. 
In November, another group of cheat makers sued by Bungie and Ubisoft agreed to settle. Also, last month, an Australian judge ordered a cheat maker in that country who was sued back in 2018 to pay Grand Theft Auto Publisher $130,000. $130,000. Now, most cheating suits from big publishers claim that cheats that alter the game amount to copyright infringement, both when they're made and when a player uses them. A cheat that draws a box around an opposing player who would otherwise be hidden from view is creating unauthorized derivative works according to lawsuits that have been filed. So they're saying, even though this is a game, everything you see on the screen is created by us. And we do not authorize you to alter that. We only authorize you to use it if you pay for it. But if you use the cheat code, or the cheat program, and it alters the image to help you, they're saying, well, that violates our copyright. And that's an interesting angle. So most defendants in the cheating cases have no-showed or folded, agreeing to damages and settling, but Bungie has encountered feisty resistance throughout 2022 from purported cheat makers. Uh, So there's one that says that cheating in Destiny is not in and of itself unlawful. The increasingly wild case has included Phoenix Digital's countersuing Bungie for allegedly violating its terms of service in September, and the judge dismissing claims on both sides that have since been refiled with more specifics. So a judge looked at the case and said, you guys, you can't make these vague allegations. they got to be more specific. And both sides did that. The bottom line here is companies aren't showing that they have an appetite to sue garden variety cheaters, but the lawsuits are designed to serve as a warning shot to those who think cheating in online games will be consequence-free. So obviously there's two different groups of people there. The people who make the cheats and the people who use the cheats, the manufacturers and the consumers, for lack of a better way of putting it. As of right now, the companies are going after the manufacturers because obviously that's where you can stop this the easiest. However, they're pointing out here, and, and quite wisely, that theoretically they might be able to go after the people who are simply using the cheats because if the cheat code infringes on the copyright and, and that's been done by the manufacturer of the code, when they let you use it and you implement it and use it, then you are also violating the copyright, if the first argument is true. Question is, is that the case? Number two, will they ever come after you? So if they're banning tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, they probably won't go after each and every one of them individually. But then again, I can think of cases besides the Napster one, where some companies did go after individuals who thought they were always going to be on the, you know, in the clear on this. Another example is uh, back in the days of uh, satellite dish uh, uh, entertainment. Okay, there was a time when there were places online, often uh, or often in the backs of like Popular Science magazine, where they'd say, "We'll sell you the card that you can put in your device. It'll allow you to download all kinds of entertainment from the sky for free." <laughs> Yeah, that entertainment from the sky for free is actually stuff you're supposed to be paying for. And when you insert that card and use it inappropriately, you're breaking all kinds of laws. And I know people who got in trouble for that because what happened was some of the uh, entertainment companies went after the manufacturers of the cards and said, we want you to stop making these. We're going to sue you into oblivion. Or... You can stop making them and tell us every single person you sold one to because they'd sold so many. And I had people contact me and say, Steve, I just got a letter in the mail 
that says that if I don't cough up this money, I'm going to get sued because I violated federal law by using this card I bought out of the back of Popular Science Magazine. I said, did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you know it was a violation of the law? Well, you know, I wasn't quite sure. And, you know. and it turns out that the penalties for that are quite draconian, as we say. And the only real way you could deal with that if they had you dead to rights, which most people they did, was to negotiate with them. So they'd often say, we want like $7,500 from you. And if you turned around and said, I'll give you a grand for it, you know, will that do it? It's a good chance they'd take it. But that was a few years ago. Don't know those numbers still hold. But I just know that a lot of people who were the end users thought, well, they'll never come after me. I'm just one guy or one gal. Guess what? They eventually did come after those people. So all it takes is for someone to figure out, wait, is there a way we can do this uh, where it's cost effective? And so for all you know, if they have the names and addresses of these people they're banning, the hundreds of thousands of people, what's it going to cost to kick out the demand letters? And they might just start sending out demand letters saying, well, pay us this money or we'll sue you. They don't have to sue you and you might not have to pay them, but they might send the letters out just to see who pays them. So that's what I'd be worried about. But then again, that's probably off in the future and it's very hypothetical. So we don't know yet. Madcap sent this to me. Thanks a lot. Stephen Totillo wrote this for Axios.com. Lawsuits suggest some video game cheating could be illegal, and some people are getting sued. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There are no rewards and punishments in life, only consequences.